Welcome back to another episode of That's Business. Today's guest, Abigail Gazda, transformed her passion for education into a full-time career as a motivational speaker, author, and life coach. She is the CEO of Hearts Unleashed, a transformation company committed to empowering people to operate with full freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of life. Abigail is also the founder of Hearts Unleashed House Publishing, which helps authors share their mission and message with the world. She is a clarity coach and supports souls speaking up about their silent struggle and unleashing the authentic leader within. As the host of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, Abigail is committed to turning dreamers into doers and helping raise the frequency of humanity with the development of emotional intelligence. As a best-selling author, she personally thrives the most in life while adventuring, writing, educating, laughing, surfing, and rollerblading around the SoCal coast. Currently, Abigail is a full-time nomad living the van life, touring the country, and enjoying visiting clients, authors, friends, and family, all while building a community worldwide. Abigail, do you have enough going on with you right now? <laughs> it's It certainly keeps me entertained. <laughs> when you and I had met, mm-hmm. you gave this awesome story of how you got into this whole world of Hearts Unleashed. And if you feel comfortable, I would love to give you the floor and tell about your story. Mm, yeah, I'll try to be concise while also uh, filling everybody in. But we got time. Hearts Unleashed came a little bit after my intention to become a life coach. So there's this interesting timeline of events, if you'll, if you will, because I grew up in corporate. I, I actually not grew up in corporate. I wanted to become a teacher. So I entered actually the education world first and I have my degree in physical education and health. And when I became very disenchanted with education, the education system, I left and then I joined corporate and managed LA fitnesses for a few years. And I actually started a coaching program to become a better manager. And also I was selling MLM. I was in direct sales at that time. I was invited into a coaching conversation because a gal I had hired for LA fitness, she was like, everything that I'm being taught to say, you already just, you say it. And so I went, I saw it. It was really amazing. And I had signed up for this coaching program immediately. I signed up in November. And then in February was when the program started. So I did like the early bird. I was like all in all that. And then three days before my uh, husband at the time asked me for a divorce. He thought he had made a mistake. He didn't want to be married. We were 27. And that completely disrupted my reality as I knew it. And I don't know if that's what I remember sharing with you or not, but that rocked my world and sent me on a different journey. And from there, I questioned everything because I was still in corporate. I was building my business. I was still selling direct sales and all these things. So when you kind of joked about like, do you have enough going on? I'm pretty sure I've always had a lot going on. I think that's just like an ADHD brain or an ADHD trait. Same girl. Yeah, right. It keeps me plenty entertained. And also I live van life. So we'll talk about that. I'm feeling very ADHD in this moment, actually. So I'm kind of, I'm trying to tune in. We love it. So this journey, this divorce really sent me spiraling what felt like spiraling downward, but it started an upward spiral in my life because it forced me outside of my comfort zone in a way I probably would have never stepped out myself. So then I did start my coaching career and Hearts Unleashed, um, 
you know, I was standing in a, in a room of a coaching seminar and somebody asked, who are you the possibility of? What are you the possibility of in this world? And my response unknowingly, like unknowing what it would develop into, I said, I am the possibility of hearts being unleashed. I know myself as a coach. Yeah. As a coach, I don't exist, right? Like I want to, I'm committed to being a mirror for others, for them to see their greatness. I know I'm great. I've done that work, but you don't need to see how great I am. I want you to see how great you are. I want people to see that their heart being unleashed in the world is what's important and a contribution and and really special. And so it's become a fascinating journey from there because it's led me to learn how to listen into my intuition. I'm a very inspired person. And so I get all these wonderful ideas and I'll manifest them, I'll create them, I'll generate them. But, you know, as I've grown, I've really prioritized it coming from an inspired place and, and inspiring others, not just for me or thinking I have a good idea, but truly having others live out loud too. I love that. That's incredible. And I love where the backstory of the name Hearts Unleashed, because I was going to ask you about that, but that's incredible. Now, one thing that may be interesting, especially to viewers, because there's 5,000 people that claim to be life coaches out there that don't have the training or do all all the great things you do. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the difference with you being a clarity coach? What does that exactly mean? Great question. And you are right about that. In fact, I went through a year long program to become certified in the area that I, well, not in the area because what we were certifying it is ontological coaching. And I don't use that term anymore. I used to in my coaching, I used to say, I'm an ontological life coach. And people, you know, I spent more time explaining that than doing the work. <laughs> but ontology is the study of the nature of being. And in the first weekend, so we had these intensives where we would go in person and I was in Chicago at the time. And in my first weekend, we trained for about 20 hours. And at the end of the weekend, they said, you are officially more trained than, like you said, 5,000 people, than 90% of the people out there calling themselves coaches. And so um, it was a very interesting start. It was called accomplishment coaching. And if anybody is interested in becoming a certified coach, I 10 out of 10 recommend that program. But that being said, the way that I'd like to explain somebody who's looking for a coach, or if you're a coach looking to lead, that integrity inside of coaching is working with someone that you see further down the path that you see yourself on. Okay, so when I say clarity coach, I have created a lot of clarity in different areas of my life, and I help people create clarity in their lives. I could call myself a life coach. I just like to be more specific because my areas of expertise are emotional intelligence and subconscious reprogramming. And when I say clarity, the clarity around the trauma that dictates the direction and quality of your life. Uh, having quality around what there is to heal within you, because so many of us are acting, thinking, behaving, choosing, reacting from unhealed trauma from our inner children. And that's, I mean, anyone can do that. But what you know, it's as an adult in the world, and you meet another adult body who acts like a child emotionally, and that we're, you know, a lot of us are confused by that in the world. However, it's because they haven't done the healing work that there is. The other side of that. So I've been speaking about restorative coaching. The restorative coaching inside of what I do is getting people clear and back to themselves uh, and back to a person maybe they've never met before, the grown version. So whatever age I meet somebody at, I ask, 
what would it be like to be the age you actually are instead of the age you're currently behaving, right? So we look at that. And then there's transformational. Yeah, right. (laughs) I can get down some rabbit holes. But anyways, transformational coaching then becomes more like I know who I am. I'm clear about my definition of success, not others or societal definition of success. I'm clear about who I am, what I want, what my purpose is, what I'm here to do, the direction I'm headed. And the transformational coaching is sprinting in the direction that you actually want to be going. And so we create a lot of clarity around what success is like. I could call myself a business coach. I could call myself a spiritual coach. Like there's all sorts of things I could name myself, right? And I've just noticed that Clarity Coach uh, stands true and through most things that I'm working on with people. Now, what are some of those? And of course, with clients, you're not going to air their dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. But what are some examples of where you help people find clarity or if you have like a niche of clients or Mm -hmm. who you often see and kind of help out there? Yeah, great question. So I'm going to answer that in two ways because there's two major parts of me at this moment. One is Hearts Unleashed and what that has created. And um, Hearts Unleashed exists as a cohort. First off, there's a group of coaches, there's a community of people, clients, uh, participants, students in whatever capacity, because Hearts Unleashed is committed to having the transformational coaching and spiritual products, services and programs for people at every budget. And so I love to offer work for everyone, no matter where they're starting or where they're headed. So Hearts Unleashed has four primary courses, one in self-discovery, which is where people start as like the enough is the enough crowd, the one ready to flip the table on their life. And so they go into (laughs) self-discovery. Yep. And then once they've discovered themselves, we move into self-development. And so self-development is, again, I know who I am. I know what I want and I know where I'm going. Let's do that. So it's an amplification Then there's self-mastery. Now, this became very important to me because I noticed the self-development industry profits off people staying in self-development. And that kind of pisses me off. (laughs) I get a little mama bear about that. Yes. Right? We don't need people in the world walking around like, what's wrong with me? I need to fix this. What's wrong with me? I need to fix this. Because if you're always fixing, you're never you know, expanding. And so uh, the third course I created was self-mastery. Self-mastery being you will have this light side of you, this shadow side of you, you will have these things about you, your trauma created certain parts of you. So we don't have to rid ourselves of the ego that gets, you know, in popular conversation is bad, right? We don't have to rid ourselves of our traumas or our triggers. They will be there whether we like them or not. So self-mastery is so much about integration of the totality of the self. And so that way people can move beyond like, imagining that life is all good all the time, or it's supposed to be like super smooth and super fluffy all the time, like that you are actually a human that doesn't have a perfect life. You have a heart that can withstand an imperfect world. And so self mastery is super centered stuff. And then the fourth course of that uh, in Hearts Unleashed is Transcendence. They have names within, but I'm just sharing the, the stages of transformation. And Transcendence being, I have mastered myself and I have been able to integrate my humanness, but I'm also going to elevate into my divine purpose and identity. And so it's that next level. Um, By that time, I notice people end up on a very spiritual journey, no matter what it is that they believe in. And so that's Hearts Unleashed in as much of a nutshell as I can put it in. (laughs) 
Let me preface one more thing. Hearts Unleashed House, you mentioned the publishing house in my intro. The publishing house is to help authors. So that's also very tangible 3D work like, okay, let's, you know, put your book into production. Let's do the marketing. So I am a book coach as well. I'm a writing coach. And uh, I love that work. That is not something that you could just head to my website and purchase. It's something that I interview people with. And when people are ready to write their book, it's a very emotional journey. And so I integrate the production piece with the emotional growth that putting a book out into the world actually is and does. That's another aspect of Hearts Unleashed. But the development of myself throughout this journey the spiritual side of it has become stronger and stronger. And so I do a lot more channeling, a lot more healing work, but not trauma healing, the expansion work, meaning I do in-person events like a half-day intensive or VIP sessions with a high-caliber client who may already have a really functional business who's ready to take it to the next level. And so that's been an evolution for myself, too, because Hearts Unleashed was as far as my eye could see for many, many years. And then this other aspect came in, like, no, you are a guide, a guardian angel, a mystic. And I was like, How, what is that? How do I sell that? How do I talk about that? That was very... <laughs> very new. And so yeah, it's been quite a journey to be able to share that. And I think that one other piece I'd like to share in this moment is the evolution was the same, like in self mastery and transcendence, I was applying my own courses to the work that was being called to me to step up as a spiritual leader or as a guide. And so I had to practice ownership of what I knew about myself or what I was sensing to do or receiving guidance with the fear, like integrating the fear of judgment, rejection, ridicule, uh, people calling me crazy or silly or arrogant or anything like that. And so that's been a really interesting evolution. Something that's really fascinating about you and something for listeners, of course, I checked out your website and I love that you have completely free resources or, of course, the higher ticket items for what you said. But I have not seen that from anyone else in your field. Mm -hmm. It's either and I'm not going to generalize, right. but it oftentimes is spend the tens of thousands of dollars with me or don't work with me. Mm. And that's where I know it gets turned off for a lot of people, but a lot of people need life coaching or they need clarity coaching, which you offer. And I love that you have the four different stages. I wanted to give you some love on that, of Thank course, you. but you were doing great. I couldn't interrupt and say that. <laughs> so I was like, you go, girl, get it going. But I wanted to talk about where did the idea come from the book because you're best-selling author, and how did you come up with this idea to offer a publishing house too with it? Thanks. Uh, the first book that I wrote, so I, I've written three books, authored three books myself, and then I uh, have ghostwritten six books for other people. So I wanted to include that in the answer because Hearts Unleashed House, actually, it's been a same thing as the spiritual journey. Like, invited, 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 and I resisted, resisted, or feared, or concerned, you know. So I wrote my first book in 2017. It's called Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. And that book, I realized my own unlovable story, like that I spent most of my life trying to earn love and gain approval and be validated. And when I when I realized that, immediately I saw all the identities that I ever had created to not quit, to get love, earn love, and be enough. And so I wrote the story of quitting all of that 
quitting people pleasing in order to have a life that finally pleases me, quitting suffering, all sorts of stuff. So that book was the birth point. And then I went and started sharing it. I moved. That's where my nomad journey started because I started moving. Like I've basically been on book tour since then is <laughs> in my mind and my heart. I love that. Yeah, right. And so uh, then I got picked up as a ghostwriter. I was sharing my first book and I was at a conference and I asked the leader at the conference, like, will you look at my book? Like I have every intention of being a New York Times bestseller and I'd love your feedback about this book. And he came right up to me the next day and said, will you write for my company? And I was like, I was so honored. You know, I, I took that opportunity right away. And I wrote, uh, I think, three books with him and then realized, so writing for other people, when you're a ghost writer, you are a ghost. Nobody knows you've had anything to do with that book, which is totally fine. And it's like being a surrogate mother. So you're having a baby and then giving it to someone else. And so it's extensive. It's extensive and laborious work for the body, uh, writing a book in general, if you're doing it for yourself or for someone else. And so, so I took a break from that. And that's when I wrote my second two books, Talking to the Trees and Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love. So I wrote both of those and published them in 2020. And then I started ghostwriting again. I wrote three more books for other people. And it's just been such an evolutionary journey. And I knew to re- to start Hearts Unleashed House in 2019. So something about me, I am a visionary. My strong suit is not logistics. I'm not a fan of sitting at the computer, answering emails, doing the to-do list. I am floaty. And so I knew in 2019, I was meeting enough authors. I was nurturing enough authors. I was helping enough people write their books that it didn't even make sense for me not to be also publishing them, basically. Like that was just the next right step. However, I didn't want to do the logistics. So I called my publisher and I told her about this and she was like, just send them to me. And so I sent four or five authors to my publisher and they became inundated with my referrals because I was helping so many people write their books. And so it was 2021 when I finally said, it's my turn. I have to step up. You know, it's time to help people get their books in the world because I've I've really memorized the process. It's not a super fun process, but it is it's magical and it'll <laughs> it'll grow you. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> so that's that's the Hearts Unleashed House journey. Yeah. Now, what are there a variety of topics you're doing? I'm just so curious about ghostwriting. I've helped a few friends just like be like the moderator, kind of like what we're doing right now. And they just tell their story and they record it just for fun, you know, have a glass of wine or two and just talk and record it. But I'm curious, what kind of books are you ghostwriting or what's your experience been with that? Yeah. So I have almost exclusively written self-help memoirs or personal development memoirs. The people that hire me to write a book are leaders or celebrities in their own right. Um, They have communities, TV shows, podcasts as well, like different things. They're great speakers and mostly terrible writers. (laughs) And I I don't mean that bad. I just mean like they can write a post, but they're so much different from writing a Facebook or Instagram post to a long form book and making it a cohesive thought and product. 
I just have that knack. I don't know where it came from. I got a C on a research paper in high school and never thought I'd be a good writer. Like I didn't aspire to write. I didn't read a whole lot growing up. And so it was when giving up, giving up came through me that I realized like, I'm good at this. Like these things make sense to me. And so when I listen to somebody, so the the process is like, let's say you want to write your book. I'm going to interview you for probably two to three months. Usually people can tell me about their book in the first call, but then I need to know your backstory, everyone in your life, how it went, how old were you when this happened? Like we're learning all the nitty gritty details. And usually what that does in my interviewing, it opens the author's brain and heart up even more because I'm mostly doing coaching work, right? We're doing healing around these different areas that they're writing about. And so it's incredibly extensive, as I said, because I, I am taking on their identity and their voice as to then put together that cohesive book. And so whew, it's it's crazy and beautiful and awesome <laughs> and wild. Um, I don't know that I answered your question wholly, but that's the experience. Oh, genres. So self-help memoirs. But with publishing, so I am retired. I'm a retired ghostwriter as of March 2022. I wrote my last ghostwriting book because I'm ready to, I have three books that are trying to come out of me and I need to make that space for them. And so um, I'll be getting back to my own writing very soon. But with Hearts Unleashed House, I'm not incredibly specific about the genre of book as much as I am. Do I vibe with the author? How are we going to work together? Do they have the goals that I can meet? That sort of thing. Incredible. And I still love that you you are on the road doing all of these miraculous and wonderful things you're doing. Mm -hmm. But kind of transitioning topics on that. I want to hear the story of because I feel like so many people are like, I want to do van life. I want to do it. I want to do it. And then not many people actually do it. But where did the idea come from? And what's been your journey so far that's led you to where you are today? Yeah, great question. Um, My sister and I used to like joke about it. And it, it's appealing. It's like being a gypsy is appealing in general to us. My dad is sort of, he's not nomadic in the same sense, but he is definitely a gypsy soul. And so I think it's always been there in the in the silent background. And then in 2021, I was in a relationship and we headed out in a Toyota Sequoia and an 18-foot trailer camper and traveled 35 states in five months. And I can tell you, I've always loved the idea of this life. And I probably would have never done it on my own. Also, I would have been someone who always just talked about it if I didn't go on that camper trip in a relationship, because that showed me it's very possible. It's very doable. It's safe. It's manageable. And heck, it's fun. It's a ton of fun. Like being able to be in a different state or a different town or go visit someone because you want to or or not visit anyone because you want to be hiding out in the forest. Like, right. There's all sorts of options. And so um, the camper trip alone, which I have published on my YouTube channel, which is just my name, Abigail Rose Gazda, but I did the a lot of the camper trip uh, vlog. And then now what I'm currently putting out there is the vlog for the entire van build because I built this thing myself. I bought it as an empty can and had a vision, had most of the vision. I knew how it wanted it to lay out, but it turned out even better than I could have imagined. Well, I only, for those just listening and not seeing video, I mean, it looks beautiful from our point of view now, (laughs) let alone the fact that you did this all yourself. You go, girl. Thank you. That's incredible. I love watching those on TikTok, especially, or YouTube of how they all come together. So 
please send that to me when it's out because that is incredible. But will do. That's awesome. Okay. What does your day to day look like then? Of course, you know, you got to get your work done. I'm sure meetings with clients, but what's a typical work day for you and how you keep yourself structured and aligned? That is a very going to be a very convoluted answer, um, simply because <laughs> I think the fact that I live in a van is probably explanation enough that I don't fit the norm. Yeah, I am not a nine to fiver. I tried like hell to be. I wish like hell to be because, you know, the consistency, the safety, the security, the reliability, like all those things, right, that we've grown up believing were good and right and successful, I tried and I, my soul was shriveling and I wanted to claw my eyes out. And I had peak levels of like anxiety, uh, performance anxiety, success anxiety, like all these different things. And I actually teach this. I said the enough is enough stage, but I believe like that we all go through these couple stages, which is like we get out of school and there's this like shock and awe stage where it's like, wait a minute, they didn't, tell me it was like this or whoa, the shock and off phase. You're like, what the actual fuck is going on here? And then I call the next one at this day and age is social media syndrome. So social media syndrome being the Amer- whatever version of the American dream we've come up with at this point, you know, like getting the house, the husband, the car, the job, the whatever, the two and a half kids, whatever, whatever. And so it's like, that's where we surrender ourselves to fit the mold. And especially to be considered successful by our family and peers. And so social media syndrome is however long. And then comes the enough is enough stage where like for me, the peak levels of anxiety choked me. And I I was like, I cannot, this is not sustainable. I cannot do this, right? So flipping the table on my life. And so my schedule, I stopped trying to be social media syndrome, fit the mold, you know, do what I'm expected to do, work a certain decades of a same job and retire and then be able to go on vacation. And I realized I was doing exactly that. I was trying to make it to retirement. And I thought, what the fuck kind of life is that? Like, I'm going to start living at what, 50, 60? Nah. So I booked a trip to Hawaii because I had caught myself. I realized that I could, I was waiting to go to Hawaii to go with a man. <laughs> I thought that Hawaii was like a honeymoon destination. And so when I realized that I thought that, I said, nope, let's cancel that one. And so I booked a trip and I went. And I think that really is what activated that part of me, that wanderlust, that adventure person. I got home in December from Hawaii. I went on a trip to California in January. And by March, I moved there. And I started surfing and hiking and snowboarding and like rock climbing and all the things. And at this point, the rest is history. Like I just can't get enough. And so I share all that because the evolution of my day-to-day schedule has evolved. I've had to deprogram my belief that even as I started my own business, that my own business had to be nine to five. That's not true. So then it was starting to be like 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. because that's my vibe. That's when I like working. And and then I only wanted to work the day my life changed forever when I went down to four days a week. I was like, what? We don't have to have a five-day work week and like live for the weekend and all that. 
So then I started taking all my Fridays off. Then I started taking all my Mondays at, as admin days and only working calls like three days a week. So it's, it's been a constant paring down. And at this point, like I work no days a week. <laughs> I, I work a couple hours. I work when I want. I work when I flow. I work where it fits. I, to me, being on this podcast is quote unquote work. And yet I'm having a blast. You know, I'm meeting a new person. I'm sharing my heart with hundreds of people. And so it's just so beautiful because, yeah, are there things that feel like work? Like the admin stuff I said I don't prefer? Yeah, there's those days. And like after this call, I'm going to go for a three hour hike and then I'll work on admin after that. You know what I mean? Yes. It fits because it flows. And I learned that the most through my writing, which is I might not write for six days and then write three chapters in six hours. You know, so I understand the just workflow and and I work it. And so I love variety. Yeah, I'll work on a Saturday if I want. I'll work on a Sunday if I want. I'll work on a Wednesday morning if I want. It just kind of fits wherever. Right. So many things you mentioned that I love because I love the oh shit out of college. I think everyone witnessed that of like, wow, not prepared for adulthood at all. I get that a lot, especially being a resume writer of these poor kids out of college. Like, do I have to stay this route? I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Or, yes. And I love what you said about why am I going to wait to live when I'm 50 or 60? Because I say that to so many people. It's like, I mean, God forbid anything happen. And I unfortunately, like just a lot of people have died early, like young, just of people I know or our families and whatever. Mm. It's like, okay, so you live and you work and you work and you work. And well, what if you don't make it to 50 or you don't make it to 60? And what, you just live to work? Why? What kind of life is that? But mm. that was something I very much instituted in the last year when we unfortunately had someone pass away, same age as me, I think a few months older. And it was just like, okay, like life is not promised. I mean, why are you going to wait to just go on a trip or do whatever? Start a freaking podcast. I mean, it's just so crazy. And I love, love, love that you said whatever social media, you said it way better and I'm butchering it. ADD girly here too. But what you said about the social media, whatever the American dream is at that point, because it changes all the time. And it's just like, why? Do what's best for you and nobody else. Yeah. What's in store for you in the future? Do you have anything exciting coming up? Because I feel like you do 5,000 things too, but I want to hear if you have anything exciting coming up too. Thank you. Um, I think life is exciting. I finished the van in October and here we are like in real time. It's 11, 22, 22, by the way. So I'm loving the vibe of today. So I just finished the van basically two months ago, right? And so what's in store is this adventure, uh, traveling for work and traveling for life. And I'm sure a book will be coming through me very soon. Very excited. I love writing at this point in my life. Like I deeply love writing. It's such a way to channel. Oh, Sorry, my little window thing fell. Um, It's such an amazing way to channel. Yeah. Welcome to van life for real. Uh, So inside scoop, yes. Getting back to writing and then adventuring. What's really exciting for me is I have been away from the ocean for five months now and I will be there next week. And so my heart is very happy. I'm ready to get back in the water and surf and sunbathe and all of those things. So I will be spending my winter in Southern California. And then uh, starting next spring, I'll get back on the road and, and adventure. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to follow along and hear all about it. And my last piece, I like to ask everyone, what piece of advice do you have for listeners? Oh, man. 
The one I'd like to share in this exact moment is come up with your own definition of success. If I let my family's or society's definition of success rule my world, I'd still be in Indiana working a nine to five, you know, all those different things, trying to fit into boxes that I don't fit into. And I don't condemn those. I think that if it fits each person, like do what really makes you passionate. And for some people that is, you know, working nine to five, like there's nothing wrong with that. And you get to say so. And so find your personal definition of success and then chase it wildly. So good. This has been so much fun. Feeling so wildly inspired, which I'm not surprised you are a clarity coach because that makes total sense. So very much on vibe. But (laughs) it's like, you know, a thing or two, like you've done this or something. (laughs) You are incredible. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. For those of you listening, all of Abigail's information, her YouTube channel to check out her van life, what's going on, all of her socials, her website, if you want to work with her, we'll include all of those. Thank you again so much. This was so much fun. And thank you for those listening and tune in again for another episode of That's Business. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, The Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone, but here at The Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.